Who would have thought a generation ago that lack of sleep would be the huge health issue for children of today? I certainly didn't, but the reality is that many children today struggle with insomnia. Stay tuned, and I will tell you how you can avoid much of the insomnia trouble plaguing American children with your family. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. It feels like the world is speeding up sometimes, doesn't it? Change is coming at you and your family at a blistering pace. Chances are high that compared to your childhood, your children are spending far less time outdoors, hanging out with friends less, and participating in way more structured activities than you did. They're also engaged with far more technology like video games, smartphones, entertainment media, and internet-based activities. For many, modern American childhood is changing the quality and quantity of children's sleep. In fact, the average amount of sleep that children get every night has been steadily decreasing over the past 20 years, and this has something to do with the way their childhood is structured. And that is a health crisis. As you are about to see, good quality sleep is absolutely fundamental to raising healthy children. As a parent, you just have to get bedtime right for your children. So in today's podcast, we are talking about sleep and its importance to your children. You may be wondering, why is sleep so important? Well, it may seem like not much is going on in your children's brains and bodies while they lay motionless. But in actuality, a lot is happening biologically. Good sleep is your children's gateway to health and well-being. We now know that the process of sleeping isn't at all random, but rather a carefully regulated process controlled by a complex symphony of hormones and physiologic changes. As your children sleep, their respiratory and metabolic rates slow, their body temperature falls, relieving a lot of the stress of their daytime life. This gives their bodies time to repair damaged cells and muscles, grow new tissues, help their brains to store short and long-term memories, remove waste products from various organs, including their brains, rebuild energy stores, among many other functions. Getting good quality sleep is as important to good health for your children as feeding them good quality food, providing them exercise, or having them breathe clean air. As I just told you, on average, today's children are getting less and less sleep than generations before, and there are bad consequences to this. Insufficient sleep has been shown to cause cognitive impairment, poor behavior, increase in serious behavioral problems, ADHD-like behavior, increased susceptibility to illness, and even slow growth. Additionally, insufficient and poor quality sleep has been correlated with increasing obesity among children. Consider this. Just one hour of sleep deprivation a night makes a child function at 
a full grade level before, below their chronologic age. Think of the consequences for a child who has any one of these conditions I just listed above. Tragic, but possibly prevented and preventable by good sleep nightly. Okay, Doc Smo, you've convinced me that sleep is really important for my children. So what can we do to make sure my family gets it right? Well, that's a good question. The answer is to make sleep a priority by adopting what experts call good sleep hygiene. You know, the stuff your grandmother thought was important. Grandma knew that for a child, getting good quality sleep is just as important as brushing their teeth or washing behind their ears. Good sleep hygiene refers to the time-tested cumulative best practices for maximizing a child's sleep, something we should all be prioritizing. In fact, a recent cross-cultural study studied sleep across the globe and consistently found that poor sleep hygiene negatively impacted behavior and cognitive function in children from Tokyo all the way to Texas. With all that, I hope I've convinced you that good sleep for your children should be a very high priority on your parenting to-do list. Now it's time to get practical. How can you practice good sleep hygiene and train your children to be great sleepers? First, let's start with some important do's. Set a nightly bedtime and stick to it. This has been proven to be important for adolescents as well as uh, younger children, although their bedtime will obviously get later as they age. Set a routine. Routine, such as setting and maintaining a set family dinner time, starting bedtime activities early, and having bedtime ritual that is consistent has been shown to be fundamental for training children to sleep. Avoid electronics prior to bedtime. The research has shown time and time again that the blue light from screens and the stimulation of the content of the screen interferes with a child's sleep. Avoid screens of any kind for at least an hour before bedtime. And try to read a story to wind your child down. This is a great alternative to scrolling through a phone or tablet. It promotes drowsiness and is a great way to teach your children new words. And keep that bedroom cool. Studies have shown that keeping your child's bedroom temperature between 60 and 67 degrees encourages them to fall asleep and stay asleep and maintain a quiet bedroom this is a no-brainer a quiet space helps with sleep and finally teach your children to self-soothe self-soothing may seem counterintuitive but it's actually best for your children the idea is that if your infant or child wakes up in the middle of the night You give them an opportunity to go back to sleep on their own without going to comfort them. If you do not need to tend to your child at night, try and spend very little time getting them back to sleep. This helps your child develop the ability to fall back asleep without you improving their quality of sleep for the long term. And now for the don'ts. Don't put a TV or video game in your child's bedroom. Don't sit with your child until they fall asleep or allow them to fall asleep somewhere other than their beds, especially in front of a TV. Don't create a sleep ritual that your child cannot reproduce on their own. Let me repeat that one because it's really, really important. 
Don't create a sleep ritual that your child cannot reproduce on their own without you. And don't be inconsistent in enforcing bedtime. And the final don't is don't allow your children to participate in very stimulating activities right before bed. And one final point. While setting up good sleep hygiene for your children, it is good to remember this Doxmo pearl. Parents create the reality in which their children live, not the other way around. And with regards to what we've just been talking about, sleep, that means that you make the rules about bedtime and they will conform to whatever reality you create for them. If you play your cards right, follow the guidelines that we just outlined, and use your parental authority correctly, your children will be good sleepers, get all the benefits of a good night's sleep, and thrive during the day. Well, thank you for joining us today for another edition of Portable Practical Pediatrics. If you enjoy the information you get here, consider helping us grow our audience by sharing content with your friends and family, as well as giving us reviews on social media or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Dr. Paul Smolin, you know, Doc Smo, hoping your children are getting good night's sleep with nary a peep. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music, Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.